You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I am super excited today to have with us Jules Arnes. She is just delightful. You all are really in for a treat today. The light that emanates off of this woman is is palpable, right? We can see it, we can feel it, you can touch it, and, and there's this obviousness that spirit flows through her, and that the work that she does is really guided in that, and in really super cool ways like like in 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 ways that you're like huh really like is this a thing and i remember when i first listened to her we met at, at new media summit steve Ulsher's event and she she was doing her pitch and it was like what what did she just say like and so talking about how to infuse products specifically she's in the skincare industry how to how to infuse that with these um frequencies and these vibes and this energy and these these particles and this matter and all of that fun stuff i'll let her um, describe a little bit of that process because I'll butcher it. And it's this amazing culmination and example of of what this looks like here, right? And that's kind of the conundrum, right? We got it. We know it. Everybody knows. Everybody gets it on some level. But then here we are, right? And so a lot of you I know are struggling with that juxtaposition. How do we work with the material reality? How do we work it inside the projection? and still hold to these beliefs and and, it, and it's challenging right we debunked newtonian physics decades ago and still we look at things as being solid and so how do we how do we reconcile all of that and live our lives but live it in a way um that we feel like we're being guided by the divine to do and and that's its own little puzzle right so for all of our puzzle makers out there this this conversation's for you we're going to talk today about ascension into the new earth um which is you know one of those topics and and so I'm really excited to have Jules on with us today to share her wisdom and, and her divine beingness and um, and pour that into you all on this call today in this interview. So without further ado, Jules, welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Well, we are excited for sure. I'm, I'm really excited to share you with um, our audience, particularly because of the courage I saw you holding um, in the midst of an environment that may or may not totally understand what you're talking about and just really holding steadfast to your guidance and what you're here to do. Um, I love that. I love seeing those examples and people modeling that. So um, kudos and thank you for your courage. You know, it's funny that you say that because um, I didn't even think about people not understanding because it was just what I was there to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. I love when it flows naturally like that. So l- let's jump right in and ask you our quintessential question here. What are your superpowers? Oh my gosh, I love this question. Uh, you know, so the, of course we all have different le- levels of superpowers, but I would say the one that I connected to at a pretty young age, at probably around 16 is when I realized I had this superpower but was the ability to read energy patterns. And I am a healer. And of course, that's the avenue I took with that. But, um, you know, life to me is just one big energy pattern, and then being able to break them down into smaller energy patterns. And then I would say, taking it a step further, is to be able to enter an energy pattern, and even just one specific part of an energy pattern and read the what I would call a program or a repetitive pattern and then 
a freak and then be able to read the frequency that is needed in order to break it up to create a higher timeline. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. And, and so what, how did you translate that then into the skincare products and stuff like that? How did, how did that inspiration come to you? I, you know, look, you know, the frequency part of the skincare is there's just so many different components, but when I started layering the frequencies, I knew that it was really important to layer everything within a frequency where interference couldn't exist. And so that's with my healing work, I do a lot of work with what I call the God particle or the first particle of existence, because in that state of consciousness, there's no need for spiritual law because it's only one state of consciousness. And so that's actually where I do most of my frequency building or frequency work inside of uh, because there's just no interference at that point. So it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not because you're already existing in that consciousness once the rest of the frequencies are introduced, Is that, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. The The information that we were given in that capacity is um, the um, abstract frequency is where like my I had a very clear experience of once my consciousness was able to access that um, I, I saw everything and everyone and it was it was it was really awesome to debunk this whole kind of concept of hierarchical living and like, oh, the, I'm more advanced than you're advanced and all this other mm -hmm. stuff. And it was like, and it was like, well, they can't hear that just yet. And I'm like, uh, they can because they're sitting right here. Like I'm looking at them in this frequency that don't tell me they can't understand it. It's, it's our willingness, our ability and our, our courage to speak it. Right. And that, that's my world. Right. So you're in, in that healing space and, and, and I'm all words and constructs and the development of that. And so, um, so that was where, um, as you're talking, it's, it's, it's bringing me back to that experience. And it was so eye opening. Like it was, it was so amazing to be like, oh my gosh, like we've been wrong this whole time. But it makes total sense because as you're climbing up a ladder, right? All uh, what you can see beneath you, but it's like you don't know what's coming, right? And so it's like, so once you kind of access that point, it's like, oh, look at that! Like here's everything. It was like, oh, and, and it's like, it's everything, but it's also not like anything else. So it, it, it's this kind of cool. Um, I don't know, for a while I called it like a fun house because I kept having this like circus theme playing in my head, like do 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 because everything was just kind of like weird, you know, cause and effect got reversed and like everything's just kind of different there. And so so I really appreciate what you're talking about because, you know, the way I received that information wasn't in chemistry or skincare or products or anything like that. And so I get totally geeked out when you start talking. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, tell me more. So let's talk about that. Like, 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 really, you know, we have a few minutes before our break. So, so, what's the, like, the the God particle? Like, what are you talking about when you talk about that? You know, I mean, really, when I what I'm talking about is the first, like, when I say the first particle of existence, it's, you know, that one state of consciousness, oneness, you could say, that existed before. You know, it's funny because I. I actually have memories of breaking off of the God particle. And so I was the God particle or the first, I was in a state of oneness, but there was, a, but there was also like this within that state of oneness. I, I knew that there, it was, a, it, I was capable of being able to reverse and see myself. And over a period of time, that longing became 
more intense. And so I did. And so I actually broke off from my, from the God particle where I was, then I was still existing as the God particle, but I was also existing as a a separate state of consciousness. And I was able to turn and look at myself. And it was the first time that I felt what it was like to be in a state of consciousness, but still experience duality at the same time. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I definitely have some more questions about that that I want to address after our break. But before we jump to break, where can people go to find out more about you? Right. So um, our website is eternalgoldskincare.com. And so it's just like it's spelled eternalgoldskincare.com. Beautiful. Well, you're listening to the Superpower Up Network. This is the Disrupt Reality Show. We're talking today with Jules Arnas about ascension into the new earth. And you're going to want to stay with us because after the break, um, I'm, I've, I've got some questions for Jules around this whole experience of breaking off from um, oneness and, and, and what that experience is like. So stay with us and we're going to talk more about that when we come back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Up Network. We're talking today with Jules Arnas about ascension into the new earth. Jules, before the break, we were talking. You were talking about your experience um, in, in memory of, of being part of the God particle, and then kind of this duality, uh, non-dualistic perspective. And, and so, this is the question that I have around that: Why would you break off? You know, I ask myself that all the time, and um, the question, and I, I don't even know that it was really a question. Because obviously, you know, it's hard to experience a state of consciousness when it's not the state of consciousness that I'm in now. So I'll try to describe it in the best way. And I guess what I'm going to do is just describe it in a super third dimensional way. But there was this part that I wanted to know that I existed. And the only way I could know that I existed was to be able to turn around and see myself. And the only way I could figure out how to do that was to have two of me. So I, I totally appreciate what you're saying. And I've had that similar experience. And yet, where does the thought come from? Right? And, and my, my, my bias is, is that and, and if any of you listening have an answer, contact us, I'll have you on the show. But my bias is, is that we can't recall that. And the second we do recall that we're back in a oneness and um, because I, I can walk back all the way to that inception point, but mm-hmm. the, but it's still the, um, the dualism of the idea of it, the act of it, the belief of it, the desire of it, all of that is dualistic. So the idea that there was even a thought separate from, or in addition to creates a complexity that can't be explained. 
And so it's, you know, almost all the way back, except for that initial inception of why. And that's, I mean, that's it. I, I mean, I guess that, that kind of like in the dead zone, it was like, and there you go. Like, what do you I say know, to that? Right? You know, like, like the first thing, thing that, sure. Okay. Yeah. The first thing that, that came to me right when you said that was that there wasn't a why it just was like, and it wasn't like a thought process of that it was good or bad or that it even had to be duality because at that point their duality didn't exist. And so the, the consequences or the why didn't exist either. It was more of just why not or but even why not is dual. I mean, I, I get yeah. it. Like I totally understand where you're going. Cause that's, right. that's the dance that I've danced around in as well. And it's, mm-hmm. um, and it ultimately, if you can name it, if you can observe it, you're not it. And if you're not it, it's dualistic. So it's like, there's this really, and I, I I'm absolutely willing to entertain the complexity of thought evades what we're capable of kind of computing right now. Um, it's, it's expanding for sure. The understanding expands. And so I just think it's a worthwhile question to kind of put out there because every single person I've ever asked or talked with about it is content to take it to a certain point. And still that point is in and of itself dualistic. And so the, this idea, and, I, and I've seen visions, like I think I have a pretty solid idea of what happens, you know, and why we, why we wouldn't know and why we couldn't comprehend it. Um, but it is a curiosity that I continue to play with. So I just figure I'd ask you and, I, and, and, and what you're saying is in total resonance with, with the information that I received also for what that's worth. Um, so for all of you kind of listening to like, what the hell are they talking about? Um, <laughs> it's, you know, if, if you, if you look into oneness and dualism and, and all of that begs the inquiry because otherwise what are we in pursuit of? Right. So what we're talking about today is ascension into the new earth. Well, on some level, that 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 in the question in and of itself or the the topic in and of itself suggests that there's this other thing uh, other than what we're, we're experiencing that that it is higher on some level ascension indicates that that we're we're moving into it we're moving up into it um and and so of course all of that again begs the question like do we want to like why and what's the motivation and and those of us who've been on these journeys we just kind of accept of course like that's that's the guidance that's where we're going um, but I think it's worth stopping because that's a huge stopping point for people is like, wait, 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 why? Because because in reality, you do give up everything you thought you knew as reality. And so some people aren't going to do it unless they have a solid reason for it. Right. And so, so Jules, what, would, what did you have like a clear um, kind of threshold of like, am I going to cross this? Or were you always just in awareness of that journey? You know, it's funny, I wrote this book, it's called Transcendence, A Journey into Oneness Through the God Particle. And the first whole part of the book are activations that you do to basically enter the God Particle. So you're reversing your chakra system, everything is basically every part of existence that you know, goes back into the God Particle. And then the second part of the book, it, you absorb the seven elements. And the set, the last element is kind of what you're talking about in some ways, but the last element is I do not exist. And it's, it's, it's really like that decision. And, you know, I think that I do decide that every day, like, do I need to do to do I need to exist? And the answer is no, because I exist as everything. And that's a really easy concept. Uh, 
and I've actually had experiences where I've entered a state of like, I actually went 10 days in a state of oneness, where I wasn't able to think ahead or think behind me, I could only exist in the moment. And I functioned perfectly to the point where I, there was no mistake. I was everywhere I needed to be. Everything ran perfectly, but I didn't have to think about it. And so, you know, there's all these different levels of consciousness and it can be a little confusing to just be able to observe it all. But there is a place where we go where that uh, even the, uh, the observation is not necessarily there, though there were moments within that oneness that I knew I was, because I would have these little thoughts of like, how did I know to get into the car right now? <laughs> right, of course, yeah. That's uh, embodying the abstract frequency that in our superpower programs, there's a lot of foundational work laying kind of what you're talking about through your book and stuff like that. And it is possible, right? Justin and I talk about, for those of you who are interested, we were recently on Sex, Love, and Superpowers. And we shared that about, um, you know, sex magic and energy magic and stuff about how you do that in partnership, right? How, mm -hmm. how you have two beings that move into oneness together and where the lines start to blur about where you stop and the other person begins. Um, and it's, I mean, that's, that's the game that we play, right? And it's, and so there's, there's all kinds of ways to play with these concepts. And what Jules is talking about is this, um, it almost feels like this magical utopia thing that we're all like, oh, yeah, that's great. We can do that when, you know, when we, you know, eat a mushroom or, or smoke a plant or something, right? Like whatever, whatever tools people want to use to activate that aspect of their consciousness. But you don't have to have any of that stuff, right? You really, we really are designed to be able to live in that space um, f full time. And, it, and it's, but it's just weird enough, right? Like, like what Jules is talking about. It's just off enough that it's like the idea of it is what keeps us out of it. But the second you're in it, it makes total sense. Um, we've had experiences of, you know, timelines disappearing of memories. Just, I mean, they just go away. Like they just disapparate in the, into the cloud or, you know, into wherever. And, and you realize that your perspective on it um, was skewed all along. And mm -hmm. so it's not, you know, a lot of people talk about rewriting your histories and stuff like that. It's, it's correct in, in consciousness. That's exactly the process. And what's actually taking place is this awareness that you are actually existing in this other space all along. And so everything has um, a whole different kind of look and feel to it in that space. And there's no, no need to go into the um, stories that include emotions and, and, um, and, and, uh, ways of framing things that, that just help our human minds understand it. So what we're really talking about is transcending um, the human existence um, in the sense of what feels very limited and, and accessing and bringing it together and embodying um, that divinity. Would you say that that's a fair thing to say? Yeah. You know, you talk, we talk about, you know, the ascending to the new earth and I really feel like such a big part of that is, you know, expanding our consciousness and raising our frequency. And at that point, like you said, the story just kind of, kind of goes away. And I really feel like that's also the new way of healing. It's, it's not about repeating the story and, you know, like, like kind of like going to a therapist or something like that, the processing of the story, it's, you know, it's just observing it, connecting to a higher frequency. And there just comes a place like you're talking about observing and not becoming the story that, the story just doesn't have any emotion or charge and you almost forget 
like, you know, it happened, but you don't remember what it felt like. And that's like truly moving into a higher timeline. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it, it's like, it doesn't even occur to you to develop a story around it. Yes. It's, um, you know, we, we've had many experiences around um, medical situations or, or understanding the body. And I think, you know, if you want a really practical step for those of you who are listening and how you can start playing with some of this stuff is be willing to ask questions, like be curious, right? Instead of saying, oh, I have a headache, right? Which is a story and that's easy and it, it's solvable. You pop a pill, the headache's gone, whatever. And, um, but you could also say, okay, what is this, right? Because the second we name it and encapsulate it into some sort of defined space, that, that's what it is. And, and, and that's why we do it because at certain frequencies, we're very uncomfortable with ambiguity, right? Or contradiction. And so when you're willing to say, maybe I don't know what this is, you know, maybe, the, it, maybe I know what it is at this level, but maybe it means something else at another level. Like, what is it? And so really catching yourself and like, oh, this is this. And, and I love, you, you know, you got to meet Neva, Jules, and, and for those of you who haven't had a chance to meet her, like, our, you know, this is our world, this is our life. And so, so she'll be telling me something and I, and I look at her and she goes, or that's just a story that I'm telling myself about what happened. I was like, sure, and it's a great story. And if you want it to be something different, it can also be something different. Um, but there's, there are consequences for telling certain stories. And so be really cautious about where you're perpetuating things that have happened or your understanding of things or, or whatever the case may be, or even what you're naming things um, in this process, because you're, you're going to find as you continue to transcend that, that they change, right? It, it gets impacted. Like there was a story that I told my entire existence and I shifted frequencies and all of a sudden it was like, I couldn't access that story anymore. It's like, wait, that wasn't like, it wasn't a lie. Like I didn't make it up. I did make it up, but in a, but in a really um, honest kind of way in the sense that I was trying to make sense of it based on what I could comprehend at that time, only to find that that wasn't the whole story. There were, there were other versions of that story. And, and then ultimately the story didn't exist at all. And so, but the only way you can start on that trajectory is to, I mean, at least in, in my world and, and the stuff that we teach, the only way to start on it is to start opening up that inquiry Jules, what, what, what ways do you have um, that help people start to open up to that? You know, I love that, you know, start asking yourself questions because that's, that's one of the things that I really teach is, is especially when people are able to recognize that their frequency is, has dropped. So like even just that action alone is a huge first step to, you know, breaking cycles of consciousness are just those programs that we repeat over and over again. And, you know, just that to be aware of that their frequency has dropped and then see if they remember what, what was I thinking right before and then start questioning what it was that they were thinking. Is this true? Do I believe this? You know, and, and that just interrupts that pattern. I do a lot of pattern work, so it's kind of a passion of mine, uh, but then like once you have either the agreement or the, and even if it is something that they they believe is true the next question is well do i do i want this to be true or do i need this to be true in order to exist right. and and then that's the next step to you know just reprogramming to those higher timelines beautiful yeah we've been playing with a concept uh that I'll say we named, but we, but we received the name of um, intentional molecular creation. 
And it is this idea that, that we're creating what stories ourselves tell all the time. And it, well, I mean, this is, this is obviously in the construct where the biological framework still exists. But, but if we're playing with concepts like cells and stuff, then, then the stories that they, they continue and perpetuate and, and rewriting those and wor- working with them and in intentionally, um, because all these things happen in the background, right? A lot of times without our knowingness. And the second you decide to start being consciously aware of some of this stuff, you realize just how much you've been manipulating yourself the whole time without knowing it. So for us, it's like, if you're going to manipulate yourself and tell yourself things, tell yourself something you want to tell yourself, like, like make up a world that at least is fun to be in. And, and that's a, that's really the foundational piece of the whole superpower concept is we, we were very aware that by, by asking the question, are superpowers real? We're setting a construct up to, to create that reality, right? So we're creating the potentiality for it in just asking the question. There's a lot of power in that folks. And, and I love Jules um, point about following that up with like, do I want it to be real? <laughs> like, like, do I have choice here? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and so those are all really, really remarkable techniques. So, so, so let's talk to the listeners a second about, you know, I know they're listening to this and, and, and you're tracking, don't, you know, I know you all get it, whether, whether or not your mind is totally understanding all of it, just, just take a breath, relax into it. Not a big deal. Um, but, but let's say they're starting to get like amped up, right? We're activating that aspect of them. Um, and then it's like they get off, you know, listening to this. Um, maybe I should reframe that. I don't know if they're getting off listening to this, but they stop listening to this episode. And then they, they go to this place of like, wah, wah, right? Here's my real life, right? This is, mm. I have to go home and the kids have homework or, um, you know, bills have to be paid or I, I, you know, I have to make dinner or, you know, whatever your version of reality looks like right now. Um, how do you help people reconcile that seeming justification there? You know, we're here to have a 3D experience. And, you know, I believe like whatever the experience is, there's always a high frequency to connect to. And then if we're living in an experience that we're not necessarily loving is, you know, really what that's giving us is information on that wow, I, this isn't necessarily the existence I want to be creating. So guess what? I'm going to create something new. And, and I really do believe like that is how we're kind of, I guess, consciously evolving into the new earth, though I feel like on many levels, we're already existing in the new earth and it's just our conscious mind has to catch up. But for us to have the thought of, the creation that we want to have, I see it as like you kind of put yourself in a sphere. And in that sphere, there's all these different realities because you're experiencing, and the one that you're experiencing right now is the one that you're focused on. So if we want to experience something different or something from a higher frequency, we can move our, our I guess, our consciousness or our, our focus of thought to the existence of what we are wanting. And so a really easy way that a practice that I do is if I'm like, oh, this isn't necessarily a situation that I'm loving, I go into my heart and I ask to connect to the situation or to the person or whatever it is that I'm experiencing um, from love and above. 
And at that point, I am experiencing the same situation, but from a higher frequency. And all of a sudden, I don't have thoughts of like, oh, I have to go do homework or, oh, I have to go, you know, walk the dog or whatever it is that before you may have had like a more negative or lower frequency thoughts towards all of a sudden it becomes joyful and fun and it doesn't matter what you're experiencing. It just matters what frequency you're experiencing it in. Beautiful. And, and I, I love that point because I think so many of us are trying to control the projection and we, we place our peace, our safety, our security, our sanctuary on the idea that once this aspect of the projection is controlled, then I can feel happy. Then I can feel safe. Then I can feel at peace, whether it's money, health, business relationships, it doesn't matter. When you set out to control the projection first, then what's happening is, is that you're, you're basically stating that, that I'm not okay until these things happen. Well, I'll Mm -hmm. tell you folks, what that does is it forces the universe and the projection to give you all of these examples of where you don't feel safe. Because you're going to get that it's not about controlling the chaos. It's not about controlling what you see in the projection. What it's about is it's about a different perspective of it. And so you're able to feel at peace even in the midst of the chaos. You know, it's the eye of the storm kind of concept. Um, but inevitably, we're taught to, tr- to control, right? If, if, if I have to make more money before I feel um, safe in the world. I have to find a relationship before I feel happy. Um, and, and it just doesn't work that way. You're going to see what, what fuels all of this, what drives all of this from a more of a biblical perspective. You know, it's the idea that God is a jealous God, right? If you're looking at anything else first and putting your agency in that before the divine, you're going to be shown all the ways that that's happening and what the consequences are of that, because it keeps you out of oneness. It keeps you out of that um, kind of divine aspect. And so um, there, there is a consequence to our choices in that space. Um, I, I love I love that viewpoint, Jules, and the idea of like we had we had uh, one one of my good friends would always say, you know, it's what do you prefer, right? Because we get kind of caught up in this what do I want concept, and and there there it's okay to look at things and go, I'm, yeah, I'm not loving this right this second. Like I can either shift my perspective about it, but really, gosh golly, I'd like for it to go away. Well, it's not going to go away until you've exhausted what it's there to show you. So again, you've heard me say this many times, you know, resistance isn't just futile, it becomes painful. Like they just walk through it, you know, go through the fire because most of the time it's our fear that's keeping us out of it. But, but the fear is completely unfounded because everything that you want lies on the other side of that. Um, and so, so it does take a little bit of, um, dare I say, faith. And that, that brings me to our final question. So where does faith and belief factor into all of this? Oh, gosh, for me, it's everything. You know, I I always talk about living in the unknown or the unknown space, the void. And, uh, you know, I really feel like the ability to stay in the unknown is truly how we're creating our new earth experience because we can't create it for some from something that we've already been taught or thought before or know because we're the only way to move into these higher like conscious experiences is to expand into a place that we haven't existed in before. And so I really do, I, I, you know, we were talking, you were just talking a little bit about like creating new experiences and that sort of thing too. And I think it's pretty much the same concept that, you know, we don't get to know the big picture. We just are given one little breadcrumb at a time. And, 
it, I think it's it's not so much about the end result, it's about the process. And and now more than ever, I think in the frequency that we're all existing in, that, you know, those little breadcrumbs is is what we get because there isn't anything beyond that yet. So we have to at least reach that frequency and create that foundation before we're given the next breadcrumb because we're truly right. You know, I, I say we're writing the manual, like we're considered the way showers for a reason because nobody's done it yet. And so having that faith to just sit in the unknown and not necessarily know where it's going is the only way that we're going to get to, and I say we're going to get somewhere, but really all we're doing is is expanding to frequencies that we haven't reached yet. That's an interesting perspective. I think you know maybe maybe sometime you can come back on the show because that that hasn't actually been my experience. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's the um, the big picture, like everything that's happening and what it serves and everything else. Um, it, and I think I think it connects into how each of us is doing this work, right? And so we talk a lot on the show about part of the reason why we opened up this podcast and started it was to show people how to have dialogues with people who do similar work in different ways. And so what Jules was just talking to doesn't resonate with me, but I can feel the truth in it for her. And I know that's true for so many of you. My experience was the opposite because I reverse engineer everything. And so mm-hmm. I have to see the big, you know, I have to see what, what all is there. And my experience of it is that it's already there. And so it'd be really cool to kind of match those two um, kind of pathways up and look at like, and, and because I love the idea of the fact that each one of us is put together in all these really complex and in and, and, and specific ways. Um, and my vision works very differently than that. And so for me, it's like, it, it, Anyway, I love that. Like, as you can tell, like I get all jazzed up. It's like, Ooh, let's uncover that. Let's explore <laughs> that. Um, because I get bored with my own perspective, right? I've, I've pretty well mastered. Like there's not very many things that I bump up, bump up against anymore that create friction. So it's like, I love when there's this kind of um, opportunity to say, oh, wow, that that's not how I see things and do it from a place of, and, and that's okay right? Like, like it, it, your, you, your gifts are your gifts and you get them in the way that you get them and you use them in the way that you use them because we need that from you. So, so be really, really, really careful folks about getting swayed into believing that somehow you're wrong or somehow you must not be as enlightened or, or whatever. There's a lot of toxicity in these conversations around the world right now um, of judgment. And, and, well, and, and, and most of it is just each one of us is trying to prove to ourselves it's okay, right? Like, like, am I right or am I wrong? And, and that, that's, that's, you know, that's a very natural thing to do. It's not, it's not necessary, but it is a very natural thing that I'm, I'm going to reframe that. It's a very normal thing for us to do. I don't think it's natural at all. It's definitely programmed, but the, um, but that's okay. It's okay to like have that discernment and want to have that introspection and say, Oh wait, she's saying these things. Like, does that resonate with me? Is that my experience? It's like, no. Okay, what does that mean? Well, it doesn't mean that you're wrong or she's wrong. It means it's just different, right? And and to embrace that and to accept that because I do see a ton of complexity in those spaces. Um, and and at least where I stand right now, like it feels very much on purpose. Um, and so Jules, I love that you speak your truth so eloquently and so openly and and so willingly to to walk it, talk it, be it in the world and to model that for others. I, I, I honor your courage and I just can't wait to see what you create next with it. Oh, thank you so much. Beautiful. Well, let's remind people one more time where they can go to find out more about you. 
Yeah, so the website is eternalgoldskincare.com. Perfect. Well, and I highly, highly recommend you go check that out. She is up to some really exciting stuff. And and watch her, folks. Stick with her because it. My my feeling is and is that you're just getting started. Like you've done so much, but I, you know, what comes next and the expansion from that is is pretty undefinable. And so it's it's really beautiful to watch. And I, for one, for very selfish reasons, um, am excited to just see what where your journey takes you next. So thank you for coming on the show and and sharing your deep wisdom with everybody. No, oh, thank you. And all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. So thank you for listening and go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.